Warning, this podcast does contain movie spoilers. You have been warned. Hello everyone and welcome back to yet another episode of AMR. It's lovely to be back, Harry. It's lovely to be back. Thank you for the invite back, Harry. Well, it's our podcast. It's no... Oh, sorry. No, it's just really nice of you to allow us to make an episode too. Yeah. <laughs> now, today's episode is another childhood classic, Die Hard. Is it a childhood classic? Well, did you watch it when you were a kid? No. The, the first time I watched it was the other day. Yeah, likewise. I haven't seen, uh, seen this movie until uh, two days ago. I am already regretting doing this podcast with you lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just because you've seen about 5,000 movies. Oh, you've seen about 5,000 movies, but I don't watch garbage movies. It's oh, a different... Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyway, yeah. enough joking aside, we're not going to beat around the bush much. We love the support from the first ep, and we're going to crack right on with this one. For those who haven't seen Die Hard, plot basic t- of the story is... Terrorists take over a building, road cop in building, takes a terrorist down from the inside. The birth of a classic. Yeah. Seems simple enough. So, um, the very first question, which needs to be addressed because it's a very highly debated one. Oh, I know what he's going to ask. Is it a Christmas movie? Is this a Christmas movie? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start and say, no, it's not. Why? I think it's just a coincidence that it's set at Christmas, but the actual Christmas itself isn't integral to the movie plot. Is it really? What? Making it Christmas? Like, is that an integral part to the movie? No. Okay, good. Sorry, I heard everything. Earth to Sam. Can we... (laughs) Great start. So, that's what I think. Anyone else want to weigh in? Well, initially, they're having an office Christmas party. So, uh, that could be considered a Christmas event. And then uh, that's when when the terrorists enter the building. But there's no theme of Christmas throughout the whole movie. But it's, it's the interruption of Christmas by terrorism. Well, I know, but it could have happened at any other time as well. Like, the my point is that the terrorists could have come at any time. It wasn't Christmas specific. But, but they chose to come at Christmas time. So? Yeah, why does that matter? That therefore Christmas in, is involved. It's, it's <laughs> there. It could have been any day, Lewis. It's yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to agree to disagree well, me and Sam agree, and you disagree. So two against one, majority wins, you lose. Thank you. No, hang on, I've got one more point. I've got one more point. <laughs> oh, here we go. He never quits. About six of the tracks in, uh, in Die Hard are Christmas movies. Are uh, Christmas songs, excuse oh, me. Oh, no, you've already stuffed it. Yeah. See ya. So your you know, I'll, I'll just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, as always, we all watch this movie and then talk about We'll write down a few points, and then we talk about it. Yep. The good, the bad, the ugly. You know? The yep. whole shebang. 
And I wrote my notes start from the finish and every time something comes up, I sort of add that to my list. Yeah. So it's kind of going to be chronological for me. I don't yeah. know about you guys. Yeah, well, we'll find out what my review was soon, but um, let's just say it wasn't uh, quite positive. Right. First point for me. At the very start of the movie, Bruce Willis has the teddy bear. That teddy bear looked whack. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with that thing. Did you see that? I, what did it even look like? I didn't pay any no, attention it, to it. <laughs> it was closer to real bear than teddy bear, and he's giving it to, like, four-year-old kids. Well, like, this, this movie is not released in 1998, so teddy bears might have been different back then. No, the teddy bear has been the same. What, what did it look like? Describe it. It looked like a really... It looked like bear in a big blue house, but deformed. Right. So what colour was it? Was it? That was brown. Brown. What? what uh, okay, we... I'm looking at images of it now, and in hindsight, I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> that sure, that sure. looks like a live bear. That looks like a live bear. <laughs> oh, my, yeah, it looks like a dog. <laughs> yeah. I pay attention to the small details. What happened to that bear? Nothing. Oh, no, he cruised around in the limo with the guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That guy was so delusional, by the yeah. way. Now, <laughs> another, okay, okay. my second point, and this is another grievance I had with the movie. What was the wife's name again? Sally, I think. Something like that. Holly. 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 Yeah, Holly. Holly. Sally's my cut. Yeah. <laughs> Holly had the worst haircut I've ever seen. That is so harsh. No, I'm serious. The bob was back in the day. That was worse than a bob. What, what would you call it? It looked like someone put a curling iron, iron on a mop. I thought it was okay. Really? It was, again, 80s. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah. you, well, you said it was the 90s, now 80s. All right. You said 80s before. You said 90s before, but that's all right. Just keep flicking them around, like, whatever suits you. <laughs> a little smoke tonight. <laughs> no. Regardless, now, there's been worse haircuts than that. <laughs> now, the next point, I'm kind of going a bit controversial here. Obviously, it's the 90s. It was the era of stereotypes. No. Now, do you remember he calls, or the wife, Holly, calls the kids at home and then asks to speak to the housekeeper? Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise, the housekeeper's Latino. Oh. <laughs> That's all I want to say. What does that have to do with the movie? Exactly. Why couldn't it just been a normal person? Why did it have to be Latino? I'm saying Latinos aren't normal people. Pardon? <laughs> it's, a diff- it's a separate debate. Anyway, moving on. I've realised <laughs> I put myself in, I, I put myself into a black hole there. <laughs> Does anyone else want to say anything before I've... I want to talk about the absolute bank that this movie made compared to its budget. Okay, I'm listening. Okay. I just want to give a bit of context, right? So, the budget for this movie was $25 million dollars. Which, in, in the context of, uh, of like big Hollywood productions, is not that much money at all. Yeah, right? you can tell. Yeah, it, it does come across when you're watching it as a low-budget film. Mm. And that's because they did the majority of the filming of the movie inside Fox Towers, which is, of course, where the production company is based. Gotcha. Wow. And to make it even worse, they paid Bruce Willis for this movie $5 million. So of the $25 million budget, he got five. Five. He got 20% of the entire budget of this film. (laughs) But then, at the box office, it grossed $142 million. 
Holy that is way too high. That's the mind. definition of bang <laughs> for your buck. That's like that's that's great figure. Oh, that is a great success. Hmm. What about all the other? Do you know what the other actors got? Um, not off the top of my head, but I can imagine because uh, Alan Rickman would have been on. Alan, oh, he would have been Alan Rickman and probably Jeremy Irons would have been In the, the other two. Uh, Jeremy Irons, the other two moneymakers he cast. Who does he play? Can't remember. I think it was actually maybe just a minor role, so he probably didn't make much. Yeah, I can honestly not even picture where Jeremy Irons popped up in yeah, that. I'm reading it on there. Yeah. Um, speaking of the the building, I was laughing when they first come in, and it's genuine. The whole like that Christmas party floor yeah. and all of the whole building yeah. is set up like a skirmish area. It's set up like a paintball it's, region. It's like they knew the terrorists. There's like oh. ledges everywhere. Yeah. This little that thing with the water that people can hide yeah. in. It was just, I was like, this isn't a normal office building. This has been set up for war. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, one of my favourite characters was the limo driver. Yes. Oh my God, he infuriated me. What? So delusional. Like, the, the bloody police car that flies down that hill on his music, and it, it's like it wasn't, music wasn't even playing then. It was just silent. <laughs> he was just in the car. He didn't hear a bang or anything. Like, he was just sitting there with a bloody teddy bear. Well, it was a grizzly bear, as we learned. Oh, oh whatever the hell it was. <laughs> I thought it was no, funny. He was so. He was such a chill. And then he saved the day at the end. That's what I hated about it. He did absolutely <laughs> nothing. And then he comes in at the end, like some hero. He swooped and in it, and he's taken the glory. He could have saved so many lives if he realised what was going on around him and alert the police sooner. Instead, he just sat there and listened to tunes and drank scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a great way to spend your time, though, in a limo. Oh, and wouldn't he think... Oh, what's, what's he... It's taking a while. <laughs> what's, what's, what's keeping him? Scotch just running. Um... That is a fair point. Yeah. I understand your oh, rage. Thank you. Okay, but you can say what you liked about him. I'll give you yours. I just thought he was—he was a cool guy. Was it was just a fun character? Oh, anyone can play that character. So boring that character. Well, I thought he was fun. No, no. bit a bit of comic relief. No. Yeah. Comic relief. What comic relief did you? Oh, because he just didn't give a crap. Yeah. He was just. <laughs> and it was. It was. And it was terrorists going on around. <laughs> but it was comedic that he just had no idea what was going on. <laughs> just added a bit of just a brief, well, just a brief reprieve from the just epic action going on inside Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is like the classic nineties film. Yeah. There's always going to be that one character that just has no idea what's going on, as a comic relief. But yeah, for me, he wasn't my uh, cup of tea. Now, something I want to say. I was inspired by Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber. Hans if you only want one reason to watch this movie, watching it's for Alan Rickman as Hans. To be honest, I was going for him the whole time. I was like, "Go, Hans, go, go, you good." You thing. want the terrorists to win. If it's Hans, then yes. They're <laughs> killing innocent people. Oh, uh, they weren't innocent. <laughs> they were innocent. Oh, corporation like that. Yeah. There, oh. uh, there was definitely some oh. side stuff going on. That's oh. for sure. Oh but that's—I think—that's just a tribute to Alan Rickman's elite acting. He's just someone yeah. you can't resist yeah. rooting for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Carl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who didn't like Carl? Oh. Uh, you killed my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> no, 
He was good as well, I thought. Um, also, at the start of the movie, when they first come in and sort of take control, mm-hmm. is there nothing better in a movie than an efficient and effective takeover? It just looks, well, it looks swift how and much, How much security do they have? The building. I think they just had the one they guy. They had the one yeah, guy. The one guy. What's he going to do? Oh, no, there was a guy in the elevator, I think, as well. Oh, yeah, there was. There's two. But when, you, <laughs> when you're guarding treasure, like the, these bearer bonds that they're trying to steal, yeah. why you've just got the two? Two, two, <laughs> two Joe like Schmoes. Two. Joe Schmoes. <laughs> there might have been a couple others, but yeah. still, that is not enough. Look, the, the defence of, uh, of the tower folded like a deck chair. Oh, yeah. am I right? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I just, and the way they like sort of, they knew exactly where to go, they had all the plans, and they watched them like doing all the stuff, and I was... Were you like and, confused though, like at the start, like, who are these guys? Our first 20 minutes, like, you had no idea who these people were. Also, yeah. how brutal were like the executions at the start? Oh, God. Just goes up to his head, like... Oh, yeah. Gruesome. Yeah. I for a 90s film. That's, is it? Oh no, Predator. Was that 90s as well? I That's probably the same. Had, Jaws was... 70s so yeah. or early 80s yeah yeah getting, uh, pretty, getting pretty grotesque but that was i did not expect them to like get that brutal let alone sort of show them on on count on on the film yeah mm. Mm. yeah for a quote-unquote christmas yeah. movie what about- yeah suck a dick lewis now oh this yeah please please so I, I was gonna say about the gruesome part when, um the the boss man the Chinese man Mr is it Deca how do you say his Nakatomi name? Na- is it yeah Na- is it Nakatomi Nakatomi name yeah the, which the building is named up yeah yes when his head got blown off <laughs> holy crap yeah. it went everywhere it, it was like hitting a watermelon with a sledgehammer <laughs> he went absolutely everywhere absolutely yeah. painted the room the poor guy yeah. something else I want to ask was Bruce Willis actually good in this movie. Like, honestly. See, I don't even think, initially, uh, before they released the movie, I don't think that Fox thought it was going to be particularly good either. Mm. Because I'm reading now that the marketing team at Fox actively tried to remove him from promotional material. Jeez. They tried to almost edit him out of the, edit him out of the movie until people watched the movie. And then they got uh, 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, and it ended <laughs> up being just a cult classic birth of a, yeah. a, a genre of films. Yeah, or a Christmas movie, as you would call it. Yes, one for the ages. Yeah, shit. <laughs> but I, yeah, I was, I mean, he kind of grew on me towards the end, but the first half of this movie, I was like, Bruce, I was kind of like more interested in what the, in what Hans was up to than yeah. what Bruce will. Yeah. I was like, well, cause Hans was such a good actor. And, like, he Alan Rickman. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm. And I was kind of just watching Bruce like, yeah, cool man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice long. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, and You're and <laughs> and something that annoyed me—he had that tattoo on his arm, and no one could see what it was. It just looked like a blob. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't really like how he—I don't know—his tactics really cost a lot of lives. He was wasting a lot of time up on, on top floors trying to get the police attention and the ambulance attention. Well, he's, what, just, he's just the one man. Yeah, what was the alternative? Oh, I don't know. Escape. Try to escape. And then, you know. But I guess his wife was there, so he couldn't really do that. But I don't know. That's my point. Yeah, not much of a point. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, 
It's a fun movie, isn't it? It is a fun movie. Despite everything else, it's a fun Did movie. Did you have to pause it? To, oh, like when you're watching it to have a break? Or did you watch the whole way through? I didn't have to pause it. Did you think it was... Yeah, I got a bit bored sometimes. A bit bored? I had to walk away. Wow. Have a break. I'll tell you I what, reckon though. there are a lot of diehard fans rolling in their grave yeah. at that comment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I thought that, especially compared to uh, Avatar, which we reviewed in episode one of the podcast, this felt like an episode of a TV show. This was so... It felt so short. It was like refreshing. Yeah. I can get behind that. It's only... It's just It's just over two hours compared to the almost... The almost three-hour behemoth that was last week. Yeah, but that, that was a great build-up. I love a build-up in a movie. This was action and intensity the whole way through. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I like just a build-up of action and intensity, not the whole way through. Maybe it's just me. That's probably just me. <laughs> Another thing that I sort of was really happy with was the cokehead got shot. Oh, yeah, he's been an absolute flog. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's not often that I'm glad someone dies, but <laughs> oh he yeah. had it coming. He, yeah, he was from the he's start. He's so cocky. And he's like, he's like yeah. but, 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 but. But Coke, please, thank oh, you. Yeah, yeah. He was looking, Carl was going to strangle him. Yeah. Yeah. Go, was, Carl, um, go, you good thing. <laughs> that was good by him as an actor, the actor. Yeah, because to be unlikable. Yeah, yeah, if you get that reaction from the audience, you've mm. obviously done something well. Yeah, oh, like uh, Joffrey from Game of Thrones comes to mind big time with that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely hanging. Never seen it. Well, good thing it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Raving again about Alan as Rickman as Hans. Yes. How incredible was it seeing just how calm he was? The whole time. Jeez, you really liked him. Oh, did I like him or did I like him? <laughs> He's the best actor in the movie, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, comfortably. I didn't mind the police officer. I thought he was a good actor. The, the, um, the African-American one. That's true, but it's not often that you want to root for villain. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I was I rooting for him? I was going, him and Carl, I was like, oh, I hope they get their bonds. <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I hope they steal that. <laughs> yeah. Did you mind... Did you mind the way he died at the end? I, I could have lived with if he took the wife with him. <laughs> <laughs> Go down with me. Fuck you, McLean. <laughs> very funny. Um, um, also, the soundtrack. What did we think? Not, nothing. I wouldn't remember it. It's loaded with Christmas carols. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, You've said that at the start. And also, what's with the whispering? Because he knows he's going to get slewed. I know. I know, but we're having sound troubles and he's whispering (laughs) in the mic. I'm poking. I'm poking. Poke louder, you fool. (laughs) I'm poking. Um, Sorry. It was. Yes, please. Did anyone notice with the guns how little do they reload? Yeah. Yeah, movie guns. Movie guns. Movie oh gun. my yeah. Actually, oh my God, it was so annoying. You've sparked something in me. Okay. Something that grinded my gears. Yes. I, you can. I cannot believe out of all of that, Bruce Willis only gets shot what once. If not, yeah. Hey, we got shot in the back. Yeah. And then nothing. Usually. Yeah. Some <laughs> serious, serious stormtrooper <laughs> aim going. <laughs> he was more injured from stepping on the glass yeah. than yeah. being shot being six times. <laughs> shot with a bullet. <laughs> a bullet legit went through his shoulder, his right shoulder, and then twenty minutes later, you don't. He's yeah. like moving it. That's fine. that's a debilitating injury. Yeah. And you know, like I get it. I guess I know it was low budget, but 
people are picking up on that. Well, well, clearly, yeah. Verified view- reviewers are picking up on that. <laughs> These are the kinds of things that make and break a movie. Just the little things. The little things. That's why, yeah, that's why I don't think it didn't get... Well, I got 8.1, to be fair, for yeah. a very low-budget movie. But people always remember those little things about it. It's a, Yeah, it's a good movie, but because it sort of felt a bit unpolished, it can't be a great movie. Yeah. It was a good movie. Yes. But not a, you know... Mm. Also, what were your thoughts on the FBI guys? Oh, the chief. The, de- <laughs> the deputy chief. Oh, oh actually, yeah... Good. The sass on the deputy chief. Oh, was... he, he cost those officers lives. Yeah, yeah. And the the room, the storm, that massive car to drive through. The... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let them go. Let them go. Put your <laughs> ego in the bin. I mean, it was great for the story to show, you know. And then but... the FBI came and just took over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that's annoyed us, but it's like that's one of those good annoyances. We kind of like it adds to the story, like. How boring would it be if they like, oh no, you're right, I'm going to make the ethical decision. Yeah. <laughs> Snooze. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, That's true, that's true. Yeah. Like, if it was, if everything was rational, it would just, it'd just be boring. And that's why I thought that the FBI coming in was elite. Because mm. do you remember, they're in the helicopter, and they're like, oh, only 25 casualties, I'd call that a win. Oh, I'd call that <laughs> like, a win. <laughs> that is crook. Yeah. It's the classic. It's the classic FBI cliche, though. It's like the big dogs. They usually they always got a bigger project. Yeah. yeah, they're always wearing suits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, both their names are Johnson. No relation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a nice. T- that was a very funny time. I thought that was very funny. Yeah, and I liked how the police officer just kept standing up to the deputy chief. Just kept going. He kept him. going. At just him. kept going. I think he was the real hero of the movie. The uh, the plucky cop. Yeah, the real hero. Because he gave uh, what's his name? Oh, I forgot his name. What's his name? The main character, yeah. John McClane. John yeah, McClane. He gave him so much motivation. If it wasn't for him on the phone or the television, yeah, he would have been in the bin. So, and gave him the guidance as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was one of the main heroes. Another, I feel like we sort of posed like the MythBusters questions, like the getting shot, stepping on the glass. Another one. He steps, he blows up the top of the building, correct? Yes. How far down a building does it have to blow up before the whole thing collapses? Surely it depends on the building. But it's not a lot of weight up the top that's like crumbling down on the rest of the structure. Because that was what I was wondering. Because it sort of seemed like the top sort of blew up and then it was that was it. Then that was, yeah, just just okay. Yeah. And then, you know, you look at other horrendous incidents in like real history and it can hit pretty close to the top and the whole thing just caves in on itself. That's, that's true. Um, so I was like, is that, a, is that a movie flaw that we've just bamboozled everyone with? Or what's the word? Yeah, didn't... Did they only do it once? They only blew up the building once, was it? Or a couple times? Uh, was it one blower as well? Am I just, or was that, am I just thinking the top? No, he bl- they blow up the top um, when they were going to blow up all the hostages. Yes. Mm. And then he, John McClane also throws C4 down the elevator down shaft the elevator and shaft. blows. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It, the building was yeah. already weakened <laughs> and they blow up the top of it and everyone was like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, well, it's Fox. They never break. Uh, <laughs> 
I think it they might have been a like a production decision like that might have been too much for the movie. Or they ran out of money. Stop it. Because don't you think like the climax has already happened, and then the building falls? It sort of just feels like it wouldn't be like a good part of it. Mm. Would be and, yeah, another little point that I saw, or another little incident that I saw um, happen, was near the very start of the movie where the boss man got his head blown off. Uh, <laughs> was when uh, John was in the same room. Yeah, and then. They hear him, like, he knocks something, and then runs into the other room, and the door's locked. And all the bad guys just run out the door. Run oh, the it's door. locked. Mate! What? <laughs> <laughs> it's locked for a reason. Use some force, shoot the door down, and he's in there. The movie could have been done right there, right then. <laughs> but no, they just, oh, the door's locked. They shake it, and then walk away. And he's, he's like, so, got away with that one. <laughs> what else do I have here? I have a lot, a lot yeah. of... Let's, oh. let's hear all of Slake's notes. Okay. I feel like he's got a few. What do you got for Okay. You know when he's in the vent? You know when yeah. he's crawling through the vent? And he's put... And, uh, uh, what's his name again? Um, the blonde German? Yeah, the blonde man. Oh, how, I was just saying his name. The brother. Yeah. Carl. Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl. Yeah, yeah. Gustav. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know when... Uh, he's climbing through. Yeah. He's yes. like crawling through. And then they start shooting at the vent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then they just randomly stop and just walk away and go, oh, because something else happened. And they just leave the room while he's still in the vent. Yeah. Do you remember that Carl was poking the gun into the vents? Yeah. And then he got to just the one before... And then he stopped. And he just walked away. That is a thing that infuriates me. Like these movies, like so oh. dumb. They're so smart. The criminals. Oh like, my! <laughs> they were spray. He was spraying the vent, and it just stopped when he got to him. Oh no! There's a, a mouse in the corner. Carl could have just poked one more time. Oh no! Oh, oh he's here. Bang! Oh, yeah, Bruce was prepped for when that because remember he was in front of the the grate and he had his gun ready. So as soon as Carl poked it, he was gonna. Oh, yeah. He, he oh, was prepping. He was oh, prepping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we got a few here. You got big issues. You got big so, issues. So you know when? Uh, it's just a random bad guy. He was on the table, like he was on this like a wooden table. He was cr- walking across, and John was underneath. Do you remember he was like crawling underneath, and he was. Shooting up, he was shooting down. The bad guy was shooting down at John, and he was crawling under the wooden table. Do we remember this? Uh, somewhat, yes. Right. Well, so he's talking smack to John, and then he's reloading his gun so slowly. He's talking smack before he's reloaded the gun, and John's just gone. Okay, bang, reloaded, gone. The bad guy's gone. That infuriated me because if he didn't talk smack, bang, bang, reload, you're gone. Maybe he's gun jammed. Did you see the gun? <laughs> was there one gun jammed? <laughs> well, apparently barely reloaded anyway. So. <laughs> it didn't. You don't need to. Also, two thousand round clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Movie magic. But besides that, I think I've vented enough. <laughs> I've vented enough for that's my notes. All right. Did you have any notes, Lewis? Uh, well, you guys have pretty much covered every single gripe and bit of, <laughs> bit of stuff there is. I feel like we're just absolutely 
like slaughtered this I, movie. I think I don't think we're giving the giving this movie enough credit. I think yeah. my credit will come in my real review. Yes. Mm. Is it a, is it about that time or are we? Is it time? For I, I thought we'd quickly sneak in a bit of trivia, courtesy oh, of IMDb. Right. We right. love that. We love a bit of trivia. Let's, let's hear a couple of facts. All right. A new segment. Yeah. Fact. A new segment. Oh, we did this last week. Did we? Yes. Didn't have a segment. Oh. Right. Okay. First trivia tidbit. The scene where Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman meet up was unrehearsed to create a greater sense of, um, you know, cluelessness between them. I, I actually love it when movies do that. They yeah. get the genuine reaction. Bruce Willis's five million fee was unheard of at that time, which I think you mentioned. Yeah, that he got twenty uh, percent of the movie's entire budget. Like in the movie as well. Because <laughs> I didn't realize, yeah, I didn't realize that at that time five mil was a redonkulous amount. Yeah, wow. In two thousand seven, Bruce Willis donated his John McClane singlet. The classic white wife beater. <laughs> that's not what it's that's what that's what it's called. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He donated it to the Smithsonian. Huh. Does it deserve to be in the Smithsonian? Does it deserve to be in the Smithsonian? Uh, I mean, considering the cultural significance that the movie has, probably. I guess that's fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, much of the script was improv due to the constant tweaks that were being made during filming. Yeah. Did you get that vibe watching it? I, I guess mm. that's probably a good thing, though, because I, I think the interactions felt pretty, like, natural. Yeah. 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 Especially near the end. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to throw in one more excellent bit of trivia. Now, this one's in... While making the film, cinematographer Jean de Bont got trapped in a lift. This later gave him the inspiration for the opening speed scene of Speed, which he directed. So, a bit of... Irrelevant trivia for you. <laughs> Just like this podcast. <laughs> I didn't have a last one, and I kind of backed myself into a hole. So. <laughs> well, yeah, let me just quickly... <laughs> you guys can't see it, but he was scrolling. Uh, all right. Is it time for... Time for final thoughts, I think. All right. Oh, final thoughts? Okay. Final thoughts and then real review. Lewis, All right, I'll uh, I'll lead us off. I thought that this was a uh, very intense yet fun Christmas movie. That um, <laughs> you should have seen their reactions when I said that. It's a fun, great value Christmas. It's a great value action movie. Uh, that's got something. That's got something for everyone. It's got great performances. Uh, well, Alan Rickman has a great performance, um, and I think it was a real pioneering movie. Uh, for that age, it's really set up a genre of great movies that have happened since then. That's a nice review, Lewis. Touching. Thank you. <laughs> and out of a thousand reels, what are you What's like? this accent? What? What are you going for? It's not counselling session. It's like it's, like it's a game show. <laughs> All <right>. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for the real rate. Oh, here we go. I would rate this movie 654 reels. 
Ooh, Jeez. that's quite low. I thought you liked it. I, I like the movie overall. And right. like six, 650, that's above average. But it, it did have a shortcut. Above average? It's barely passing. I drove a harsh bargain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony Fantano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, do you want me to go? Sure, I will go. Yeah. I thought this was a, a fun, fast-paced movie that was carried by the villain. And um, there were some very excellent quotable lines, like yippee Mother Trucker, and um, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Christmas. It was because it was it during was Christmas time. <laughs> Christ. Sorry. Christmas was not integral to the plot of the movie, Lewis. Why does he have to finish like this? It's for these yeah. reactions. Yeah, well, you did a good job. Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I thought that, um, you know, I thought for the most part, the effects were, it was good. I thought it was, it was fun seeing his, the survival and the, the one against many, um, especially considering, as Lewis said, it was the first of its time. I found the soundtrack a bit bland, um, but apart from that, I sort of, you know, it was, am I going to go back and rewatch it constantly? No. But did I enjoy watching it? Yes. So I'm going to give it 720 reels. Jeez. Actually, 723 reels. I'm what? throwing in an extra three for, for Alan Rickman. That's fair enough. I mean... To be honest, 500 of those reels so is where, for Alan. Where does 720 reels come from? 723 reels. Where does the 720 come from? You said three was for Alan Rickman. Or three extra reels for oh, Rickman. Okay, okay. Makes sense. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Now, um, here we, I can't wait to hear this real review this because is, <laughs> I feel he's got fire in his blood. He's talked all day about how he's gonna, <laughs> how he's going to review this movie. Tear this movie a new arsehole. Fuck it, he put pressure on me. <laughs> Alright, um, so the reels, movie reels, let's have a talk about it. Um, so, movie, you know, simple plot, simple, simply executed, you know, very simple movie. <laughs> uh, simple actors, except Alan Rickman. Okay. Except, don't worry, guys, except Alan Rickman. Um, there's so many, as I explained to the, the podcast, so many instances where John could have died and he didn't. And the movie could have finished very much earlier and it finished Die Hard 2, 3, 4, blah, 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 blah. You realise he can't die though because he's the protagonist. He's the main guy. Protagonist can die, okay, at the end. He should have died at the end somehow, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't need him anymore, okay? <laughs> Am I going to watch this movie again? Probably not. I can't believe you had to pause it halfway through. Yeah, that's that's. So here's a question. Halfway, so you pause it halfway through. What did you then do during that paused period? I had a walk around. I had a glass of water. You know, walked around the house, regathered myself before sitting down and watched the rest. Of the movie. <laughs> it wasn't a pause. It I was, was a genuine uh, cool off. Yeah, I was getting so mad at the little things that. Uh, wow. Because the vent. That face! <laughs> oh my god! Is and the locked door! The locked door! <laughs> open the bloody door! You can go through glass windows and all this crap, you can't open the locked door to check! Ooh, sorry. So, what's the number? 
Well, and the the music, the music was a uh, pretty ordinary. Yeah, you don't you don't remember. Oh, Lewis, get your averages ready as well. <laughs> um. So, my reeled review for this movie titled Die Hard will be. Jeez. Six hundred and nine. Six hundred and nine. After all that bashing, you've given it an above average. Score. Yeah, well, you've, give pa- you've given it a pass. Because Alan Rickman. If it didn't have Alan Rickman, you know, MB down the game. He's, yeah, he's really carried the movie. Yeah, that yeah. gives us an average rating for Die Hard, six hundred and sixty-two reels out of a thousand. I think I've brought that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. Did. <laughs> so that's what's our average. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that hasn't. That's been worse than Avatar. On the, on the Richter scale. I get it. Rickman, Richter scale. That's where we should end it. Alright, thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of AMR. Absolute blast, mate. Please follow us on Instagram and send us in. We love feedback, constructive and positive, and let us know if there's a movie that you'd like us to review. Thank so. you guys so much for tuning in, by the way, and uh, sending in those... Uh, uh, reviews as well. We really appreciate it. So keep the love going. Anything you want to add, Lewis? No, summed it up perfectly. No, thank you. Quiet man. Thanks, guys. <laughs>